Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Word is a proud media partner of Latitude Festival 2012. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.latitudefestival.co.uk. You're listening to a podcast from The Word. how much they went for. It was very interesting. But Robert Hardy was on, who was an old friend of Richard Burton's. Robert Hardy. Fantastic. Robert Hardy. Old creatures great And he was saying, oh, yes, I remember the diamond that's now called the the Taylor Burton diamond that was on her finger. And he said, I went to see it one day. He said he didn't like it because, of course, you know, basically she'd broken up the marriage of his best friend, Richard Burton. So he didn't like it very much. It took some convincing to accept Elizabeth Taylor as a friend. But he did like her in the end. And he said he went to see him. Once and he looked at this one and he said, it's, he said, it's filthy. He said, have you ever cleaned it? And she said, no, no, I wear it all the time, you know, literally 24 hours a day. I never, never come to us. He said, give it to me. So he took it off and he put, he said, have you got any vodka? Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> she said, I've got some gin. He said, right, gin, that'll be fine. So he filled the sink up with gin, stuck the rug <laughs> into it, clean it up. So there you are, love, put it back on. <laughs> that's perfect. Robert Hardy. Top that's man. Perfect. I saw a sitcom this week which referred to having a gargle with vodka first thing in the morning as a hook as a mouthwash. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. good. And while we're also talking about metaphors from this week, uh, the weather yesterday was described by somebody as being wetter than a knotter's pocket. That's good. Which that, I thought was excellent. Yeah. I heard an expression last night I'd never heard before, which was somebody talking about <laughs> tattoos, and it said that uh, if you know women have a, a, a vogue for having little tattoos and the small of their back, it's known as a tramp stamp. Oh, yeah, yeah that's I've not that. heard that. Yeah, that's very I good. thought that was all yeah. useful stuff. Yeah. It's the word podcast. We're joined yeah. by Andrew Collins. This hey. is just. <laughs> I like these little courses. You're like the Steve Wright show. Do you know? Do you know how long since I last? I know you checked. I checked. You checked in your payments. I did. I'm surprised how long it was. He's been waking up every morning, Dave, for about what? Over his 14 months now. A little wobbly line for a mouth. Listening every week with a tear in my eye. Tommy Walsh has been on about 10 times. What was the date? It was February 2011. I mean, honestly, I don't know what. 
I should have well, obviously asked. Well, you're bound to have lost this day. He's been storing it out. He's been yeah. writing every Bond mo down yeah. there. Right, no, I, I was reading uh, a review by Anthony Lane, world's greatest film critic in the New Yorker. Isn't he? Oh, he is. Just he is. Literally, we, we have a complete easily, accord on this. He's easily the best. And he's reviewing a, a documentary I didn't even know about, which is about Comic Con, the uh, San Diego Comics Festival. Oh, really? uh, which he's, he's made a full-length documentary. Morgan Spurlock has made one. Oh, uh, anyway, within it, uh, uh, Anthony Lane quoted somebody, one of the kind of nerds at Comic Con. Uh, talking about drawing comic books, and he said, you know, I don't know what the fuss is about, he said, it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> and I know, that's good. I'm going to start using that. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, Excellent. You can have that. So, yeah. listen, I've got to throw this in before we go any further. Um, the, the death uh, was announced today of Levon Helm, last night, actually, of the band. Uh, and I'm just going to throw in one interesting piece of trivia about Levon Helm, who we all respect enormously as a musician. Can I just say what happened with my spell checker on my phone this morning? Go on. Well, a mate of mine sent me, inevitably, uh, if you're interested in the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, uh, a, a, a text that just said, um, we are normal and we dig Burt Whedon. Who does that? Yeah. yeah, and I, I responded by saying, isn't it a shame about Levon Helm? But he wrote back, Kevin Helm? <laughs> Because that's a spell checker, isn't oh, I it? I thought you were going to say it was spell- Lemon Hold or something. Lemon Hold, like that, yeah. it's just Kevin yeah. Helm. Ah. Kevin Helm. Which well, the thing I've got to say is about his name, friends. which is this. It's not his name. Levon Helm? Yeah. Go on. His name was Lavon, L-A-V-O-N. Oh, oh really? Okay, yeah. And became changed to Levon when he started playing with the Hawks up in Canada. And they just couldn't, they couldn't get their head around Lavon, so they called him Levon. So he adopted it. So, which now... It forced me to ask, who else in the world is called Levon? Surely no one. Yes, there is. Ah. And there is somebody with a pop music connection. Because I'd always, named I'd always assumed Helm? that Levon was a name like kind of Garth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah, kind yeah. of ancient biblical. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It had been there forever, yeah. but yeah. you'd never met possible. anybody yeah. called the that. The word begat Saint would come before Levon. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But not the case. So Levon was a kind of original coinage. Who was the world's biggest band fan who, who wrote whole albums based on trying to sound like the band, trying to be like the band? Bernie Taupin, yes, wrote a song called Levon. Yes, huge fan of the band. All right. Who was the other person in the world? Well, now, actually, sadly, the only person in the world called Levon is the son of Elton John and David Furnish. No It's kidding. one of his names. Is it? Yes. What if it's Daniel? Yes. Daniel is probably... Probably the, 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 they're adopting hard yeah. for a second. Yeah. I thought that was extraordinary. Wow. It is extraordinary. Because I'd always thought that name had just been there forever. It was kind of part of the legend yeah. of, of him. So it's a misheard name, basically. But it, you can also understand that on, on the kind of tough, uh, no-nonsense, no-frills, grill bar circuit of Canada... In Le the Vol, 1960s. Having a drummer called Lavon. Lavon. Would have earned you a yeah, yeah. duffing up. It is a brilliant name, and Helm brilliant. is a brilliant name as well. Helm. It's a it fabulous yeah. name. He was, a, he was a brilliant musician. Bert Whedon. And meanwhile, I had uh, a great uncle Bert who lived in Whedon. No, oh, yeah, it's Where's amazing. Whedon? Whedon is a small village, an outlying village in Northampton, and he was my granddad's brother. And we like, we occasionally went to Uncle Bert, uh, Uncle Bert's house, and uh, it was Whedon. Bert Did he Whedon. Sign so, himself so, Bert Bert Whedon. Comma, Whedon. Just, Reading but it's, when like I heard the name Bert Whedon, I just thought of Uncle Bert. You know, fantastic. He had a, he had a, a very small pond in his garden, which we thought was the most amazing thing. Yeah, just since you asked. Did you, anybody <laughs> ever all... attempt to play with Bert Whedon's play in the day? Well, uh, the, um, the, the, the media's full of it. This morning, it's Eric Clapton and people all just racing to, to, to get in there and say how they started by, by reading his play in the day book, which they did. Because that's this, all there was, wasn't and, there? And there's no shame in it. He was the benchmark for 
all awfulness. Hence that uh, cruel he was, giant he, by the bonsais. But he, he, he was considered to be the absolute. He was kind of like this sort of Val Dunican figure. Of he was the Grand Duke of Cheese, fun. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he really was. He is a double-breasted blazer usually involved, yeah. and and when he played, he always. He grinned toothily yes. at yeah. camera, didn't he? You know. But you can only get his book mail order, presumably, I think. Not in well, a shop. You could only get it mail order. I think yeah, you probably yeah. could. It was, so it, was a, it was a bit of a legend like Horace Batchelor. Do you remember Horace Batchelor? Uh, he used to gosh, sell his pools method on, the ra- on Rayleigh of Luxembourg. Yeah. Uh, also mentioned by the Bonzos yeah, because Horace, yeah. uh, Horace Batchelor used to live like Andrew's uncle lived in, Bert lived in Whedon. <laughs> Uh, Horace Bachelor came from Canesham, spelt K E Y N S H A M. Bonzo Dog album. Yeah. There you go. So, Superb. See, this this is, is like turning into an episode of QR. <laughs> Have you seen? Where Andrew and I are adopting the Alan Davis position. Going, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, Occasionally try and say something vaguely witty. But Andrew, wasn't... Andrew will now be Stephen Fry. Go on. No, oh, no, there's yeah. a, this, this docu. Uh, it's not a documentary, it's a drama. That's the whole point. It's called Touch, and it began. Uh, it's an American, imported American drama from The Man Who Created Heroes, which I don't know if you saw, but was good for one series and then was bad. And it stars Keeper Sutherland, so it's big news because it's the first thing he's done since 24. And it's called Touch. And it's about this guy. You have to accept that Keeper Sutherland works as a baggage handler at JFK. So it's quite difficult <laughs> to suspend your And he's got a, a son. Like? He's got a son who they won't actually say is autistic but might be autistic. And, of course, this kid's never spoken. And he sees the interconnectedness of the universe in chaos theory. And so, and the first episode was amazing because loads of unconnected things happened around the world. And by the end of the hour, they'd all connected. It was amazing, just like what we're doing now. Right. And then I watched the second one or started to and realised the same thing was going to happen again. Uh, right. So the most unpredictable thing had become predictable within one <laughs> week. One week. I, stopped, I stopped watching it. I assume nobody's watching it. I do think that's interesting, <laughs> though, that, that uh, Keeper Sutherland was a what, baggage handler. Yeah, said? absolutely. He had, a, he had a high-vis jacket on, Dave. Was, this is not something he wore in 24. I was only thinking about it. Boyd Hilda's written a piece for the next issue of Word about Jennifer Aniston. And he points out in Jennifer Aniston's films, which he's seen all of... She's always given the job, which is completely implausible for somebody who looked as hot <laughs> yeah. as Jennifer Aniston. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if anybody who looks like a yeah. movie star, you know, all due respect to whoever's handling the baggage at Heathrow, yeah. none of them no. are going to look like, you know, but then the whole handsome of, movie the star. Whole of Friends was based on exactly the same ludicrous, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, idea that, 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 that these beautiful people will be sitting around, you know, not, not having a date. So, so I mean, so they're <laughs> looking at their watch and nobody rings, nobody writes. You go, what? Jennifer Aniston in her movie it's twofold you know she's got a dead end job and she can't get a fella yeah, you think yeah. hang on <laughs> but she's a dentist in, in Horrible Bosses that came out last yes. year you have to believe she was a dentist and yeah, a, yeah. Sort of sexually actually she was a sexual predator in that yes. which is a little bit more high, high quality yes. than just being yeah, local yeah, you know yeah, she's yeah. usually yes. the other end yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, you know she's getting there the older so she listen gets. in other news this uh, last week or so which I wanted Fraser our science correspondent to bring us up to date on is, is, is I've only caught up with latterly the two pack hologram at Coachella business, which is all over the internet. But what happened, Fraser? Do well, you know? The important thing to say is that it's not a hologram. Ah! It's First a, thing. Typical. It's a, it's a 2D video projection uh, using a technique called Pepper's Ghost, which was invented in the 1860s, and it's actually the same technique that they use for teleprompters. So they're, they're putting a, a, a visual in front of something else, and, and you can't see the join kind of thing. And so, but this image appeared in front of 100,000 people yeah. at Coachella in the desert. Yes. And, and what, performed a song? Performed a couple of songs, I think. Yeah. With, yeah. And Snoop Dogg was on stage with him. They duetted and he said, hello, Coachella, and all that kind of stuff. But thing. how did he say that? So had he already said that before he died? I think or did they make him say that? I think there's probably some manipulation. I think it was ah. Yeah, I mean, I, we shouldn't be amazed. 
Really, should we? They can do anything now, can't they? And, uh, the but, boffins. Well, that's <laughs> more sophisticated than the Frank Zappa thing I saw, which was Frank Zappa's son playing with Frank Zappa, who's playing on a big screen, and they kind of, I'm going to have to use the word guitar duel, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this, really, oh, in, yeah, in real time, kind yeah, of Yeah, in real time. They played a song from, uh, where it was, Apostrophe, I can't remember it was, which song it was now, and Frank is blown up on the big screen, beautifully filmed in a TV studio in about 1971, and his uh, son, Dweezil, and their band below, play the background. So they left just his guitar part and his vocal, and then the band below actually back them. And there's a bit in the middle where he you know, plays guitar with his I dad. I think the Gorillas played at the Grammys. They use the same. I've, back, I've seen them. Yeah, I've right. seen them do that. Gorillas. It's fantastic. So, um, they'll, how long before the think piece in a broadsheet newspaper about you know do can we get the Beatles back together again? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, well, of course, we've had the we've had the Junior Beatles conversation the yes. other week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. But you don't anything need further on that. Get front. the real ones. Get, you know, <laughs> pick, pick your moment and stick them on stage. I mean, is is it a dead end or is it the start of something really exciting? I suppose that's that's the that's the question. If I was presenting. News of 10. Is that a dead end, Fraser? Oh, I yeah. don't think so. I mean, Elvis is currently on tour, isn't he? I don't know what the technology used there is, but he's been on tour for a while. I'm well, sure not hologrammically. Yeah, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, I missed that. You know, uh, Frank and Nancy Sinatra. It's a film, isn't it? Basically, yeah, you're going to watch films. I mean, I sometimes go and watch films. Yes. And that's fine. In I'm, a all, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mixed media experience. Isn't oh, it? right. It's, okay. uh, it's film and live action at the same time. Okay, yeah. moving on. Further, while we're talking about it films. It's the opportunity to be Stephen Fry. I'm rather enjoying this. It is really <laughs> yeah. a TY now. I'll hand it to you in a moment. No, I don't. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the patent for, for uh, the hologram was, I think it was in the 40s. Uh, was uh, established in rugby in this country. The oh, person right. in rugby uh, filed the patent oh, right. for a hologram, but they didn't really have the technology to do anything with it. Until so they invented, about the 60s, they invented rugby he invented, and a hologram. <laughs> he invented something, yeah. They invented, yeah. Uh, Doesn't this remind you of those pieces that uh, happened in, in the 80s, re-craft work, the idea that they would project themselves yes. simultaneously to eight capital cities? <laughs> And I remember thinking that was a really good idea uh, for craft work. I mean, it must yeah, be no, very, very uh, boring. For bands, but yeah. for craft work, yeah, yeah. you're sitting in a yeah. hammock having a, a glass yeah. of martini or something and, and, and raking in the cash. Instead. <laughs> I know, that was really funny. Instead, and they're actually on tour, aren't they? They're, aren't they doing a residency at the Museum of Modern Art craft in New York at the moment? And my, one of my son's uh, mates went to see them the other night. Managed to wangle a his in, way in, into... Moma, in, exactly yeah, where yeah, it is, in, New York. They've been Can doing a residency. That's so thrilling. It is. It is, yes. But if they said at the same time that one day computers will be able to fit into a, a little object that small, you're like, oh, wow, don't be, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> don't be so stupid. <laughs> It'll never happen. That's right. Did they say that? They probably, uh, probably did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and is it likely it's that Mark like... Ellen will eventually own one? <laughs> Even less likely. Like, I like want to move on. things about, you know, you know man put a, we, we could put a man on the moon 15 years before we invented you know, wheels on suitcases. You know, those are strange bits. <laughs> now, if ever there was something that I wish that we could uninvent, it's wheels on suitcases. And I'm saying that ahead of the Olympic Games. Because you, you cannot get through a, tu- a, a tunnel on the London Underground. That's true. Four people dragging yeah. bloody uh, rates. Uh, and they take, they take more suitcases with them because yeah. they can pull them. I know. <laughs> and the suitcases they, are not much bigger like than a packet of bench. It's trying to get past lorries on the M1. It's, it's unbelievable. Dude. I think it would be easier to um, uninvent the Olympics. Uh, that would be much yeah, easier. Be, we could easily do that, can't be, we? It would be easier. It's just some people running about. Are you watching 2012? Yes, I'm enjoying 2012. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Anybody listening who's not watching 2012, sorry, it's just Mother Je- Jessica Hines' character. She's brilliant. I know you're an expert on Olivia oh. Coleman. I don't know if you. Do you carry a torch for Olivia Coleman when I'm not carrying it? Do I hand it she's over brilliant. to you? Yes, absolutely. I, I absolutely yeah. adore Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Where's she gone to in the second series? Well, she was in the first one. 
And then I turned on the second one, and there she wasn't. Brilliantly yeah. unexplained. She, no, annoyingly unexplained. She'll come back. She'll come back. You baby. think? Yeah, oh, I think. I God, think because yes. they're experiencing the loss of her character, and they can't. Well, I am. They can't, well, all of us are. They are. They can't run the office. Without you see, it's her. also it's an interesting thing. I want to ask you with your comedy writer's hat on, actually. That I didn't bring it with me. <laughs> I got, I've got a hologram of it. Warner the jaunty tilt. I'm going to ask you this, and you can think about it. Maybe answer later. How important to the success of a long-running comedy show is, is actually the love interest? Uh, well, you keep it going as long as you can. Uh, I mean, that's in the office, true. yeah. You know, you, oh God, it's awful when you have to eventually give in. I imagine I've only done something that's now in its fifth series, so I don't know. But that's one. And of course, you, Olivia yeah. Coleman and yeah. and, and uh, Hugh they can't get together. Bonneville, Bonneville, where the loving, you know. Yeah. Because how? Because when did you, Frasier jump, you, jump saying, the shark? You don't want to do a Frasier. We know, we know. We know. We? Except you can just remind yourself via the miracle of YouTube, where all the bloody Frasiers are on YouTube. I can't <laughs> believe they are. Still unbelievably funny. Incredible. Even when it had gone over the yeah. shark Incredibly many, many funny. times. God, it was funny. Yeah, and funny right up to series nine or whatever. And, and and you should, if you are somebody who's trying constantly to get commissioning editors to commission a comedy that you have decided will be good, uh, you should carry uh, a copy of it to whack them around the head with it when they say the uh, public won't want to see anything uh, that's connected to the media or about middle-aged men. No, right. yeah, well, okay then, Frasier. Yes, yes. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's. I'll have your weapon. job. I'm now going to yeah. attempt for the fifth time to just move this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I just Sorry. see how I got into that little gap there. <laughs> they just both drew the breath at the same time, and I'm straight just in there. Put your foot in the door. You've been listening to the free feed of the Word Podcast. The full album-length version is only available to subscribers to the magazine. To sign up and to hear the rest of this podcast, go to www.wordpodcast.co.uk. Mm-hmm.